small business owners. Welcome to this episode of the Freedom Focus Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a simple but essential ingredient to Freedom Focused. This is something that I've talked about in a previous podcast and blog article, but today I want to talk about it in a way that I hope will make things more meaningful and even spur you on to action. What we're going to be talking about is rejuvenation. We'll begin with a story about a very nice lady I met just a few years ago, far away from home. Her story is a perfect illustration of what we want to avoid doing as small business owners. Next, I'm going to share some insights into steps I've taken over the past 20 plus years to maximize rejuvenation and ensure I have as few regrets as possible. Lastly, we'll talk about how rejuvenation and freedom go hand in hand for small business owners as you build your own freedom-focused organization and seek to maximize your personal and professional freedom. Three weeks ago, I was lucky enough to take a trip of a lifetime with my three daughters to Egypt. We saw some of the most amazing sights we'd ever seen. The pyramids in the desert outside of Cairo, along with the Sphinx. We cruised the Nile, seeing along its banks temples built thousands of years ago in the ancient city of Luxor. We also saw the Valley of the Kings where King Tutankhamun's tomb was discovered 100 years ago this year in 1922. Our tour group was made up of people from all over the United States, including a very nice lady named Lisa, who told me this was her first major international trip and one that she had wanted to take all of her life. So why had Lisa waited until her mid-60s to take this trip? It wasn't because of money. She was actually a very successful small business owner, and she shared with me her entrepreneurial story with great pride. As a single young mother with a very young daughter, Lisa discovered the popcorn vending business could be very profitable and something she could do part-time while taking care of her daughter. Lisa started out selling popcorn at swap meets, car shows, and other community gatherings, but eventually she broke into the vending business at sporting events and concerts at larger and larger venues. Her business provided the hawkers that walked up and down aisles selling peanuts, popcorn, and cotton candy directly to people in their seats, and she was very good at what she did. Eventually, Lisa told me that she was asked to provide her team of hawkers for the biggest game in sports, the Super Bowl. Ever since that first game, every time there's a Super Bowl on the East Coast, Lisa's company provides the vending with over 150 hawkers and another 100 people in the stadium supporting them. Again, Lisa was very successful as a small business owner, and her story of single mom searching for a way to make ends meet to the queen of the Super Bowl vending business is a page right out of Cinderella. However, Lisa paid a steep price for her success. She admitted to me that now she looks back on the past 25 years and realizes that she was working so hard that she missed her daughter's years growing up. Her success allowed her to buy a beautiful house in Florida near the beach, a cook to provide meals at home and a nanny to take care of her daughter, as well as the best primary schools and college that her daughter could ask for. And Lisa was prouder of her daughter, who's now 28, than she was of her many accomplishments in the vending business. However, none of this made up for the fact that she was absent for so many years of her daughter's years growing up in grade school, in college, and starting her own career. 
years that were lost forever and could not be taken back. Lisa had always wanted to see Egypt, and she booked this trip with a friend to finally start living her life rather than living her business. I became a single father when my daughters were very, very young. I was very fortunate that the girls stayed with me and that even after the divorce, I maintained a very positive relationship with the girl's mom. But it was a lot of work. And like Lisa, I had a nanny to help me quite a bit in the early years, especially as an entrepreneur with a small business that required a lot of my attention. Unlike Lisa, however, very early in my entrepreneurial career, I fortunately made a priority to spend quality time with my daughters and made time for rejuvenation also for myself as well. When my youngest, Sophia, turned four and was finally more self-sufficient, it was time for us to hit the road and do some traveling as a family. My other two daughters, Laurel and Acacia, were five and seven at the time. From that point on and to this day, we have taken one major trip every year for at least one week, starting with a road trip that we did in Arizona. We traveled to first Northern Arizona to see the Grand Canyon. Then next year we went to Southern Arizona and we saw Tombstone and Karchner Caverns. In 2011, we ventured outside of Arizona to see Yosemite and Sequoia National Parks in California. And two years later, the girls had their first experience on an airplane when we traveled to North Carolina to visit my brother and his family. And then from there, we drove to Colonial Williamsburg and up to Washington, DC. In 2018, we took the biggest leap and went international. We traveled to Greece to see history up close in Athens, Delphi, and Olympia. Stuff that the girls had literally seen in their textbooks months and weeks before our trip, but now they were looking at with, in person with their own eyes. And I'll tell you what, it was a magical experience to watch them as they gawked and marveled at the wonders of Greece, like the Parthenon and Great Amphitheater at the Acropolis, the ancient stadium in Olympia, and the ruins of the Temple of Apollo high up in the hills at Delphi. This trip changed everything for us all. The girls were now 12, 13, and 15, and seeing the world would never be a dream for some day. But it is something that they had already done, expanding the world they knew far beyond our hometown. For me, traveling outside of the country, outside of our comfort zone, watching out for each other, created an even greater appreciation for the limited time I have with Acacia, Laurel, and Sophia before they finish school, embark on careers, and start their own families. I believe strongly that one of the most important goals in life is to have as few regrets as possible. And if I never take another trip again with my daughters, I won't have regrets about time lost, about missing the sacred years when they were growing up, or never having lived my life rather than just my business. In a previous podcast and article, I talked about the importance and the power of quiescence, which is a function of your body's autonomic nervous system that serves to calm us down and rejuvenate our energy stores. We need quiet time, time to relax, away from the stress and strain of everyday life in order to operate at our full potential and also to simply enjoy life more and to be happy. Lisa denied herself the opportunity for rejuvenation, telling me that she worked constantly for long hours, regularly on the road to wherever concerts and sporting events took her. Not only did her business steal away 25 precious years with her daughter, 
But by the time I met her, she looked like a person who had a stressful life. She told me that she was tired, burned out. And this trip to Egypt was the beginning of a change in her life that she now wishes she had made much, much sooner for the sake of her relationship with her daughter and her personal health and well-being. What Lisa didn't realize was how rejuvenation time for her, the owner and leader of her business, would have positively actually impacted her business. Rejuvenation is both necessary to achieve freedom as a small business owner and at the same time a product of being freedom focused. Being freedom focused means having a powerful vision for the future that is written down and shared with your team so they know how the work they do each day contributes to a bigger, brighter future for the business as well as for themselves. It means being crystal clear about your business's core values, what you stand for and believe in as an organization and integrating these core values into everything that you do, starting with the hiring process, making it part of the employee review process, and integrating into the regular meetings of your leadership team and the regular company meetings. Being freedom focused also means having long, medium, and short-term goals that will get you to the vision. It also means establishing clearly defined key performance indicators that will measure your organization's performance in achieving your goals. And lastly, it means a portfolio of written processes for the most important and essential areas of your business to maximize the efficiency, consistency, and reliability of your business. With the key elements of freedom focused in place and a dream team of employees on board, your business can start to now create the space for greater freedom and rejuvenation time, not just for you, the owner, but also for the rest of your team. In many companies, people feel guilty taking time off, feeling like it's shirking responsibility or not carrying their fair share of the load or even burdening others with your work while you're off relaxing somewhere. Because of these feelings of guilt, all too often employees will be reluctant to tell anyone about the fact that they're taking time off, even waiting until the very last minute to tell their boss. Then when they return, even if it was the greatest vacation of their life, there is reluctance to tell too many people at work about their vacation for fear that their coworkers might be upset or resentful that they were off having fun while the rest of the team faithfully showed up to work each of those days they were gone, working hard to keep the trains running on time. Now, does any of this sound familiar? Because I'm sure it does. The crazy thing is, these feelings of guilt are not just felt by members of the team, but also by the owner, who has complete discretion to take time off whenever they want to. After all, that's what being the owner of your own company is all about, right? The reality for small business owners is very different, as we know, especially for owners operating their businesses at the lower levels of my four levels of freedom hierarchy. And again, I'm going to put information in the show notes so you can learn more about that if that's the first time you've heard about the four levels of freedom. When you're operating at the struggle and competent levels of freedom, the lowest levels, there is very little time for rejuvenation for the owner because they are the business. And unfortunately, the business will not survive very long, perhaps not longer than the weekend if they're absent. This perception of time off, the essential time that's necessary for everyone to experience quiescence and rejuvenation must change. This perception must be changed. And here's one way that I did it at my company. I want to share that with you. 
At my company, we celebrated everyone's time off. That's right, we made a big deal about it. We put rejuvenation time right out in the open to not only remove the negative stigma about taking time off, but to make it clear to everyone how important it was to not only our culture, but the success of our business. We point blank asked each member of the team to tell us when they were going to be taking their next vacation and what they planned to do with that time. Then we all worked towards making sure each person got that time off, including stepping up to do any extra preparation or work necessary for them to have their rejuvenation time without worrying about work while they were away. And each of us benefited from this. When each person returned from their time away, especially if it was a vacation time to have fun, we asked them to share some photos and give us a debrief at the next company meeting. So we all shared again in that experience. This buildup and celebration after each vacation made everyone feel comfortable and excited about taking time off, even if it was just to relax at home or close to home with family and friends. We flipped feelings of guilt and resentment on their head, turning rejuvenation time from a ridiculous negative experience into a very positive experience for everyone. Time off was something to be fully enjoyed for the benefit of each member of the team, but also the benefit of the entire company. Talk about creating positive energy, buy-in, happy employees, and greater engagement. This was a silver bullet for me and my company. So don't wait until it's too late to start taking the necessary steps to live your life rather than just living your business, especially if you're a relatively new or a young business owner. As a new business owner, like I was when my daughters were still very young, you need to focus on a balanced approach to running your business sooner rather than later. This will allow you to maximize your rejuvenation time and minimize regrets about time with family, friends, and for yourself that could be lost forever. Lisa told me that her trip to Egypt was the beginning of a change towards quality time for herself that allowed her to rejuvenate. And she was now committed to spending more quality time with her daughter. And I say, better late than never. As for myself, I've already planned the next several trips with my own daughters for this summer, next year, and even the year after that. Again, I wanna squeeze in as much family time with them as possible before their lives become much, much busier. And here today, I wanna to challenge you, challenge you to make your own commitment to creating a freedom-focused business, spending time with those you care about most, and minimizing any regrets about lost time that you can never get back. That's it for this week's episode, and I wanna thank you, as always, for being a listener. I look forward to being back with you again in two weeks. Until then, stay focused on your freedom.